but I want to be the guy, your go-to guy, your everyday guy, you know, because a lot of these guys are petrified to take that $300 pair of glasses out, you know, fishing for a weekend because they're going to get them scratched or they're going to lose them. So I said, I'm your guy for that. You know, take me to the places that you're not scared of. Welcome to the Fly Fishing 97 podcast, a look behind the scenes of the fly fishing world, featuring insight from guides and gear reps, conversation with resort managers, thoughts on entomology, discussions on fly patterns and destinations, and plenty of fish stories. Most importantly, it's an exploration of this lifelong journey we call fly fishing. Here is your host, Mark Hopley, with this episode of Fly Fishing 97. Hi, it's Jack. Hey, Jack. Mark at uh, Fly Fishing 97. How are you? Yeah, perfect. Well, I really appreciate the time, and uh, I'm glad that you reached out to me. It's, I've never done a podcast, so. Yeah, well, you know, it's for me, it's kind of the future. Like, that's all I listen to now, to be quite honest. And I, don't, I'm, I can't be the only one, but because uh, it's so specific to what you're into, right? You can't, it's not just that you're into It fishing. really is. I mean, I never really thought about it like that, but really, I mean, you could really just cut out the noise of everything else and just hone in what you're passionate about. Today, I thought we'd do something a little different. Probably, other than the fly rod and maybe what's on the end of your fly rod, as in a fly, probably one of the most important things in, in your time on the water are what's on your eyes. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that good polarized lenses are a game changer. And uh, I'm happy to have on the program Jack Cult of Viking Eyewear. Jack, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for uh, taking the time with me, Mark. I'm, uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about, uh, about Viking Eyewear. Now, you're out of, uh, is it Oceanport, New Jersey? We're out of Oceanport, New Jersey. We started the company approximately four years ago. I got into the eyewear business about six years ago. I worked for one of the major wholesale companies in the United States. And uh, what I discovered in my travels with that company is that there was a void in the performance eyewear for what I got into it was really the marathons and triathlons, Mark. Okay. So I saw a void because look at these guys. When I got into this world, a lot of these guys are out there running. And I said to myself, well, you know, if they're out there running, they're probably going to need something that's really cost effective that if they're breaking their glasses, they don't have to spend $250, $300 for a pair of glasses. So that's where I started off in the marathon triathlon world um, for the first two years. Uh, when I left that company that I worked for, um, I got right into the expos. Mm -hmm. So I was doing the New York City Marathon, the New York City Triathlon, um, Chicago. I was just jumping in a plane, taking my eyewear with me, and hitting the road and getting feedback from these runners. Right. And it, it worked out very well. I, I did wonderful at it. And uh, I found out there was an absolute void because, you know, when these guys are out there running, you know, it's not really name centric. You know, there's, there's the Oakleys out there, the Ray-Bans and all of these other big name brands. They were more into the function of the glass that I brought to the table. Mm -hmm. So were they vented? Yes, they were. They were all polarized, and these guys really, really saw the need for my eyewear, and they could purchase three or four of my glasses for the price that they were spending for one. 
Well, and you that's know, kind of where it started from. I think that you got a real sweet spot there because I think of even my in my own case, I can't tell you how many pairs of high end sunglasses have gone over the side of the boat, and you know it it hurts. It hurt. It's it, listen, and I've been through it too. You know, I would buy all those expensive glasses, and and uh, you know, even though I'm in the business, um, when I first got into it, I had to purchase all these glasses to see what my competition one was about, what they did differently than what I did. And uh, when I would lose those glasses, it would hurt me, and it was my competition. <laughs> so, Jack, tell me a little bit about about that void that you found in the market in in your mind in in that price range. Um, well, I, I said to myself, look, here's the deal. Um, I was just putting myself in their position. That was the whole thing. I mean, I wanted to bring to market a cost-effective glass that was high performance. And that's kind of my premise at Viking Eyewear. I, I want to bring something to the table that's between 30 and $100. That's my sweet spot. Now, a lot of these guys, they don't want to buy something that's too, too inexpensive because it'll fall apart. And, you know, a lot of these companies that are, that, that are really too inexpensive, they're not FDA approved. Um, you know, the polarization is a little bit different. When I purchase my glasses, you know, if you, if you understand the way they're, they're designed, it's on a sheet, a huge sheet, all these lenses. And what I do, it's a triacetate polarized lens. So think of it like this, Mark. It's like a sandwich. And what I do is I take the polarization and I embed it between the two lenses. And that protects it from delamination. I don't know if you've ever bought a pair of glasses at your favorite convenience store and they've peeled up after a certain amount of time. Yeah, that might have happened a few times. Yeah, so what what happens is that's delamination. Water will get in there and it'll just peel right up. Okay. And I ask people, look, I mean, did you ever wonder why some polarized lenses are $10 and some are $300? Well, yeah, some of it is the marketing and advertising that those big companies put behind it. But it is another part is the quality that you're purchasing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most of the, the quality that you're buying is actually in that lens. And it's got to be uh, it's got to be to a certain qualification for me for uh, to get to get out there. And then, you know, I never purchase the edges of the sheet of the lens. That's where you find imperfections. Ah. So sometimes you'll find bubbles in there, the inexpensive lenses, but that's what I did. And, you know, these guys out there and and they would tell me, look at eye strain causes eye fatigue and that affects their performance, you know, just like a great pair of sneakers. I mean, you know, it's really important to them out there. You know, you're running 26 miles, you know, you don't want anything to fail at that point. So it, it really took off in that world. And then I said to myself, well, you know, the problem is with a runner, some guys use eyewear, some guys don't. So what was the next step for me in Viking eyewear? The next step for me that I thought that was logical was the boating and fishing world. Hmm. Because, I mean, let's be honest, these guys absolutely need it. Yeah, it's a, you know what, if you're sitting, and a lot of our guests will be either done some time on the flats, maybe doing some bone fishing, or even just if you're on your local river trying to target uh, rainbow trout, you need to see underneath the water, and without polarized lenses, you, you really, you're missing out. I agree with you. And, you know, so what I did uh, about two years ago, I started going to the, all the fishing shows and the boat shows up and down the Northeast, you know, the New York City boat show, uh, the Hartford Boat Show, the Newport, Rhode Island Boat Show. And I tried to get a feel for what these guys were wearing, you know, the price point that these guys were spending on the glasses, you know, why it was important the, the, the fit. You know, the, the most important thing to me, Mark, uh, besides the lenses, is the fit of the glass. 
you know, I, I would see guys wearing these really expensive glasses and they wouldn't fit their face. So the problem is with that, I mean, when you're out there fishing or running or whatever you're doing that you're passionate about is these things could slide off. You'll find light leakage. So that's another thing that I brought to the table that it's very, very important to me. It's the fit of the glass on your face. And I went a different direction and I brought this over from the marathon triathlon world. I wanted my glasses to be really lightweight. You know, I see a lot of these glasses, the more expensive ones, and they're very, very heavy. And you have two pressure points when you wear uh, eyewear. It's on the bridge of your nose and behind your ear. And if, if those pressure points are tweaked, you're going to want that thing off your face immediately. Right. So my glasses that I design, uh, they're very, very comfortable. They're very lightweight, but yet they're very durable because I got the durability from the marathon triathlon world. There's nobody tougher on their glasses than those guys. Yeah, I believe that. And, you know, like you say, any any major sports like, like triathletes, like any, anybody say it's into mountain climbing, those glasses are going to take a beating. They're going to take a beating. So that's the, that was my whole premise. Could these things stand up to this new world that I'm uh, applying it to, you know, the boating and fishing world. And I got to tell you something, these guys are just as rough with their toys as that world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to me, then I had to get into the, all the different lens colors. So, you know, and the way that breaks down is, you know, the, the fly fisherman is looking for usually with the, you know, the freshwater glass is going to be the copper or that yellow. So it's going to be, you could see it through the shadows and it's great for sight fishing. Right. If you're looking for a freshwater glass, Jack, what would you recommend? I know you got a few different models, but um, maybe uh, describe what that. I, looks like. I would say probably the most popular lens that I carry, and probably the the best fit. It just seems to fit everybody's face. Is my Stingray in my line? It's it's an amazing lens, and it's an amazing fit. And you know, we just sell just so many of that lens because the application for the freshwater. The guys that I've spoken to in your world, they really want a bright lens. Right. And that's, that's, it's either the copper or the amber orange that I designed. And uh, for just some reason, that, that style just absolutely flies. Yeah, I know personally that's what I always go to is amber or like a copper lens. I've tried kind of a rose-colored lens, which isn't bad. But for some guys like a gray lens, but for me, it's all about that amber. Love it. It really lights up, right? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it just pops. Yeah, it just really, it just pops. Polarization's everything, you know. With with these lenses that you're wearing, I mean, it really, really, it, it helps you with everyday uh, life too. I mean, I tell my guys in, in, in the boating and fishing show, look at, I mean, it's really important on the wood, obviously, but you know, how about when you're driving a car? Mm-hmm. You know, people don't understand the damage that they're doing to their eyes without polarized eyewear. You know when you get that first rain when you're driving on, a, say, a mountain highway and the, the, wo- the road just gets a little wet? That's I love my polarized lenses then. Love it. I do too. It takes that I mean, I, in, in my passion, I ride a motorcycle. Okay. And I cannot ride my bike without a pair of polarized lenses. I mean, they're all safety rated, of course. Right. Because you never know what's good, you know, out there. Like, it could fly into your eye. But uh, the polarization to me is everything. I mean, it's, and I wear glasses and I can wear the polarized lenses and I can see just, I mean, I'm not saying as well, but I'm telling you, my, my prescription is not that strong, but I can use my lenses and it's crystal clear. We're talking today with Jack Colt of Viking Eyewear. Jack, if you were, um, say in some salt water, um, kind of that Caribbean blue, 
what kind of lens would you be looking from uh, on that? You know, a lot of guys actually like the blue lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, they feel comfortable with the blue lens. They, um, you know, it's just a cleaner look form. And a lot of times I'll recommend, you know, when you're out on that open water, you know, the, the, uh, the Caribbean or the, the salt water is a darker lens because, you know, I tell a lot of the guys that, that are my customers that you can't hide from the sun out there. So I like to put on that extra coating. It's called a flash mirror. And it's really protected the eye. You know, you don't get the, the, the heavy sun in the fresh water usually like you do in the open water. So I like to go with that either the blue or that gray lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a lot a lot of guys on that water type go with a gray lens for sure. Is that is that the Cayman? Or they do. They love it. What's the name of that glass? Yeah, the Cayman's an amazing glass. That's more of a Wayfarer style. Okay. Um, and that's super popular right now. It's a very lightweight. I use a TR90 frame which is a memory polymer, extremely lightweight, very comfortable. It sits really nice on the bridge. Guys love it. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's one of those classic styles that's, you know, the one thing about the, the sunglass styles, you know, if it was out of style last year, it's going to be in style next year. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> you see him keep coming back. I'm, I'm not a, a, a young guy really by any stretch, but uh, I see uh, sunglasses that we were wearing, you know, like when, uh, chips and uh, <laughs> highway patrol guys, they're in now, right? They're absolutely in. Uh, believe it or not, more women buy the aviators than men right now. And, you know, when, when the, Ray-Ban started the aviator back in 1937. Wow. And uh, their, their claim to fame was that G15 lens. That's that green lens with, you know, the aviator, the iconic lens. Uh-huh. And the 15 signifies the amount of light that passes through that lens which I always found very interesting. So a lot of guys like that green lens. It's like a, it's almost a hybrid between the smoke lens and the amber lens. So that's a, that's a great lens too, but the aviator is iconic and the girls are absolutely going crazy with it. And we have a, uh, a nice line. It's called the Peyton. And what I did Mark is I designed the arms a little bit thicker than your, your normal aviator. So they sit really nice on the, the back of the ear. They don't dig in. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's actually a unisex class, but, but, but for some reason, the, the girls just go nuts for it. You got you to tell our listeners what I found really interesting, because I've got, I don't know how many pairs of sunglasses I've got that are scratched, and after a while, you just, you just can't look through them anymore. But tell them about your one-time replacement. That's, that's interesting to me. Well, the way we work it is, you know, we just want to let everybody know that we stand behind our product. And if you scratch or break them, which happens to a lot of people, uh, what we do is, you know, a one-time deal. You send the glass back to us or we just take a picture of it, if you like, just so I know it's my glass. And send us $10 and we give you a brand new glass. And that's for life. I mean, I can't, I tell people there's nothing I can do if you lose the glass. But if you scratch or break it, I understand it. And uh, just send me back $10 and I'll give you a brand new glass. That's unbelievable. So where, where can you find your sunglasses at? Are they uh, brick and mortar? Are they online? What's the best uh, way? Yeah, it's, it's, my website is cviking.com, and uh, we're actually getting into, start, into the, the brick and mortar. I'm going to start off with the bait and tackle shops. Hmm. Um, you know, I've really concentrated really uh, on the expos, and I do about between 40 and 45 expos per year. And to me, I wanted to get the styles down right, and I wanted to fit right before I took them into that, that world, into the brick and mortar. And uh, so far, so good. I mean, we have about 25 styles right now. Um, I get involved with the night drivers. I do photochromic mark, which are the, 
the transitional lenses. Right. So a lot of guys that actually do night fishing, they'll use this glass too because it changes colors and they're polarized. I've got a line, it's uh, they're vented. So a lot of times these guys are fogging up out there. So what I did is I put uh, little slices in the top of the eye. So what happens, air circulates through the eye so they never fog up with movement. Wow. That happens a lot on the water too, let's face it. You know, especially on a warm summer day, you start steaming up. So I could see that being a... Yeah, yeah. And, and, and listen, and like again... A lot of these guys, they want to have options out there. You know, they're, they're buying these really, really expensive glasses, you know, and what's happening is, and I tell them, uh, I think the more expensive the glass, the faster it sinks for some reason. <laughs> I think there's, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, for sure. Hey, <laughs> I want to ask you a serious question about kind of like what you've taken from since you've started your business and all the work you put into it. Kind of what, what's been the most valuable lesson I think the most valuable lesson I've learned is is just listen to the customer. I've I've what I found out very early in, in, into this uh, adventure that I'm taking with Viking Eyewear is I would really find myself liking a certain style or a certain application, and I would put my heart and soul in it because I liked it. And what I found is it's not really what I like. It's what the customer wants and is looking for. Mm-hmm. Once, I, once I turned that mindset around and I really started opening up my ears and listening to what these guys want, then my business turned around because it's not what I want. It's what they want. I guess that's too, I mean, the whole the whole business of Viking Eyewear, like you said, kind of started on the premise that there's the 30 to $100 range. There's there's a hole there. People are, you know, so that's kind of along the same lines, no? I think it is. I mean, you know, I'm just putting myself in that position, you know, you know, it would down at the beach and, you, you know, you're, you're, because I live on the Jersey Shore and so many times I would just go down to the beach and, you know, I'm, I'm out there in the water and I get knocked over by a wave and, and I'd see my $200 pair of glasses float away. And, uh, you know, it, it, it stings. It really does. So, you know, I wanted to come up with something that was cost effective, but that was high quality. And, uh, I, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. I, I think I'm, you know, where I'm going with this is uh, a lot of people are looking for. Where do you see uh, Viking going in the future, uh, if you're to look ahead? Uh, I, listen, here, my, my step, my next step is, like I said, is the, uh, the bait and tackle shops. I think that's a great way to start this off, to get into the retail stores. Uh, a lot of people are asking me where I, where can I, I can purchase your glasses. I think, you know, since there's about 20,000 throughout the United States alone, uh, different bait and tackle shops, that that's a great spot for me. Don't forget the fly shops. I will not forget <laughs> the fly shop, Mark. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, uh, just from looking around stores, that's uh, where you're talking about in that price point and in that quality. And the passion behind it, I think uh, anybody that fly fishes uh, would really uh, jump on board. I'd love for them to uh, give it a test drive. It's just a learning curve for me because I'm always trying to find the value. You know what I mean? Not necessarily the yeah. most expensive, not the cheapest, but give me something that's going to be a pleasure. Give me something. Experience. Give me something that's going to give me a nice bang for my buck. Exactly. Yeah. That sounds like that's your mantra. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, that, that is, I mean, that's, that's what I've been trying to get across to people. And, and, I, and I tell them, look, at, I love those, those really expensive glasses too, but you know, I don't care who you are. It's going to sting you when, when you scratch them and break them. It's just, it's called life. You know, I do the clip-ons, I do the fit-overs. Yeah. Well, I design these, these lenses that a lot of the guys 
the fly fishing world is they use to tie the lines and it's the diopter down at the bottom. So I, you know, it's, it, it protrudes a little bit, but it's such a clear lens that these guys, you know, when I do my fishing shows, they gobble up in bunches. They go nuts for them. So are those available on your website? They're not, they're not on my website as of yet. They're, uh, my new website's going to be up and running. This, I have the website up and running right now. But what we're doing, my webmaster and I, and it's going to be live uh, next week, I'm going to replace this one with a, with a bigger, faster, stronger one. And those glasses are going to be on it. I'm just thinking so, like this, but I, you know, th- this episode will well, air maybe, for, you know, a long time, so it's good to know that. Oh, I can't tell you how great they are. I mean, you know, I'm 51 years old, and it's such a difference when you look through those with the diopters, how crystal clear that is. And then what I do is I make the diopter non-polarized mark and the reason being is because if i made it polarized that diopter it would change the optics right so what i did is i made the rest of the lens polarized but that that diopter non-polarized so it's nice and clean Hmm. hey can i ask you another question just kind of off topic who's been the most influential person that you've learned from in business his name is serge chistoff he's a uh he came over from russia and i've known him for about 20 years and i'm involved with the vodka company it's called exclusive vodka with him and he is just the most relentless person I've ever met. I mean, he, everything he does is a chess move. And I, that's probably uh, where I learned my most of everything that I know in business is, is through him. I mean, he just has a way of getting things done. Everything he touches turns to gold. And I learned so much from him. You know, and you know, his, his biggest thing was just show up. You know, if you just show up, like when I, you know, I would, when I first started this, um, I didn't take out a loan for the business and it was all my money. And, you know, I'm, I'm going, I'm traveling across the country doing these shows, Mark, and I have no idea how I'm going to do. I mean, some of these shows are $7,000 for a 10 by 10 for two days. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm walking into these places and I'm like, you know, I, I remember my setup, like, you know, how basic, you know, how crazy it was. And the only thing I had going for me were my glasses and my passion. And that's it. You know, I, I just said to myself, I just got to keep doing this because I know if I keep doing it, it's going to work out. So, like Wayne Gretzky said it best, don't shoot, can't score. <laughs> I was waiting for a Jim Dowd quote. <laughs> I know. Gretzky, come on, he's the great one. But, I mean, it, but isn't it true with anything you do? Yeah, you're right. And you know what? It's um, I, I had a conversation with a fly fishing guide last week about this. Sometimes you just got to say yes and put your head down and just do it. Just do it, man. And you know the other thing, too, I learned? If it's uncomfortable, you're probably doing the right thing. You mean by just get outside your comfort zone? Just get outside yourself. Exactly. I mean, if it's uncomfortable. Because I've been in sales my whole life. You know, I get every time I go to a show, I get these butterflies. Mm. And... uh you know, and, you know, and picking that first guy, you know, saying, you know, hey, you want to see something pretty cool? That first guy, when the show opens, is the hardest guy you're going to pitch all day. But it's the most important one because that's what gets your motor going. And isn't it amazing how those butterflies disappear as soon as you engage somebody when you're passionate about what you're talking about? Then you just, it, it all goes out the window, right? It all goes out the window. It's, it's the most amazing thing. And, and, and the, the other thing is about sales is like people can feel it. 
Like they know when you're into something and they know when you're full of crap. Yep. Oh yeah. They, they just know it. I mean, they, 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 I see it, I see it with other vendors, you know, and I speak to promoters at these shows and the guys that sit there on their phone, you know, they make every excuse why they didn't do any business. They go and they complain to the promoters and the promoters like, listen, I saw you on the phone. How are you going to make any sales like that? Yeah. You know, like the, the promoters, you know, they, they don't want to hear it. Like, listen, you know, I, I can only do so much. I brought you the people. There's the people. You got to sell them and close them. The shows are so important right. because like when you get all those people in one room, like for me, like I go to uh, as many fly fishing shows as I possibly can. And that's where you find the cutting edge stuff, the stuff that um, we're wearing now that, you know, 10 years from now, everyone will be wearing it. Correct. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, like, the shows are, you know, when, when small little companies, you know, think they have something and they're trying to tell you that they have something and it's your job to say, listen, I mean, maybe these guys do have something. <laughs> but you know what I like about your the way you talk business? You're not talking down the competition. Hey, there's room for everybody out there. You can have the $500 sunglass. You can have the, the, the low-end stuff at the uh, corner convenience store. But, hey, we're just trying to be somewhere else in that market. I learned... Very quickly, early on, you never, ever bash the competition. You know, I think the competition's amazing. And I tell everybody that walks up with their, you know, their, their $250 or $300 pair of Costas or Mauis, I love them. I think they're amazing. It's an amazing company. The customer service is amazing. But I want to be the guy, your go-to guy, your everyday guy, you know, because a lot of these guys are petrified to take that $300 pair of glasses out, you know, fishing for a weekend because they're going to get them scratched or they're going to lose them. So I said, I'm your guy for that. You know, take me to the places that you're not scared of. Yeah. And that, you'll you know? enjoy the experience a lot more if you're not worried about losing things, too. Exactly. That, I mean, you know, I just, I mean, 300 bucks is a lot for a pair of glasses. I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, it is. <laughs> I've, I, there's a few in the bottom of a river around here that, uh, yeah, anyway, that's another story. Yeah, no, but I've, I've heard some crazy stories with guys just jumping overboard, and, you know, the whole nine yards. Oh, well, it, and, uh, even just moving your hand up quickly, if they're sitting, you know, it's, it happens all the time, all the time, you know, and, and I tell people, look, here's the deal, you know, it's going to happen to you. Uh, and people tell me, look, I haven't lost my glasses in 10 years. The problem with it, with that, and a lot of people don't know is the UVA UVB protection on those lenses wear out after about three years. Is that right? So essentially, yes, it is. that's an absolute fact. They wear down and like three, three years, they're completely worthless as far as the protection. And here's another thing that a lot of guys don't know about when you're wearing non-polarized lenses, and we're not even talking about that in the fishing world. The problem is with the non-polarized lenses, your eyes dilate because it's a dark lens. So your, your pupil gets bigger. And what that does is it lets in all the harmful UVA, UVB. I can't tell you the damage. They say it's actually better not wearing glasses at all than wearing non-polarized lenses. And the problem is with this, is 95% of the glasses manufactured in the world, which are billions, are non-polarized. Yeah, for sure. So again, what's your website? It's cviking.com. That's S-E-E-viking.com. Got it. So that's uh, we've been chatting with Jack Colt of Viking Eyewear. Uh, thanks so much for your time, Jack, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, see you soon on the water. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate that.
Thanks for listening to the Fly Fishing 97 podcast. Your feedback matters. Let us know if there's a person or topic you would like to hear on the show. Email us at mark at flyfishing97.com. Until next time, tight lines and we'll see you on the water.